Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you're listening to in the world and whatever time zone you're on, you're very welcome to the This Is Us podcast. Talk till the cows has come home. And this one, this is a doozy. This is one of my good friends, and I am really looking forward to this podcast. It's episode nine on beliefs and values. Tackling my beliefs and values with my good friend from a long, long time ago, it's Robin Browning. <laughs> and company <laughs> blooming air thank you so much so come here listen thanks very much for doing this first of all no problem at all. because we go a good way back way way back and it was just colin was here in the gym or colin was here yesterday uh doing one and we were talking about the gym and the initial gym where we met yeah. And the classes, and he said it was always great crack. I said it was, yeah. I said, but it wasn't. It was, it was painful. It was painful. It was painful. Yeah. Um, but we went right back to that time, and uh, we just clicked, and we got on well, didn't we? And we used to go out, and we used to party, and all of that. And then all of a sudden, we just... Grew up. Grew up, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for want of a better word, yeah. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk about it later on, but in regards to uh, your wellness and well-being, you've taken that seriously over the last... 10 years yeah yeah I would have definitely been dabbling in it like a lot longer than I'm actually taking it serious if it, if mm. it makes sense so um yeah definitely like it would have been introduced to me from younger age to me ma but in the I think when I became a mother myself 13 years ago then my kind of outlook on things were slightly different obviously things changed and I had to be a little bit more responsible and stuff and I started seeing things in a different light mm-hmm. and then I would say about Five, six years ago, it was when the deeper inner work on myself started to come into me. Amazing, amazing. But I always notice, and, and we have a running joke, <laughs> that, that Robin was swimming and dipping in the sea about four years ago, five years ago, and I said, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> there's something wrong with you. And she was trying to, no, you have to try it. You have hey, to try it. Right yeah, yourself. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what are you doing there in the middle of February? But of course, um, here, here I am, and I'm, I'm an avid to sea dipper. <laughs> But she never lets me hear the end of every time I put something up that I'm at the stage. She goes, ah, <laughs> there you go. yeah, here you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so in regards to, you know, trying out new things in regards to maybe cacao or ceremonies or meditating or journaling, you know, you, you don't hold that back as a secret. You're doing it and you, and you embrace it and you, and you share your wellness routine on social media. But you've always voiced it to me and, and you stick mm-hmm. by it. It's like it's structure for you, isn't it? It's something that I live by from, um, like from I'm just thinking here, me from a very very young age. I remember the first time we ever journaled or manifested something that we had wanted in our lives. I was twelve. Wow, and that's a long time ago. Long- <laughs> 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 so I, I'll never forget this. I was twelve, and at this, I'll just tell the story really quick because be it's like I was twelve, and we lived in. We had moved house. My man had moved house once or twice, and we were very unhappy and unsettled in this house. And I come from like a corporation flats as such. And to get them to move again was, was very unheard of because this was a toward move. Um, and my ma said, we're going to make this happen. And we wrote on, on paper what we wanted. We wanted to move back up to Harbrook Street. We were living down in Queen Street. And she brought us out to the balcony and she lit this piece of paper. We had it down, wrote down to move back to Harbrook Street. There was other things as well on mm-hmm. the list. And she burned it. But back then, I was like, this thing is off our head. Well, I'll go along with it. Wow. And we got our move back up to Hardwick Street, which was like, it's unheard of. No, but that's sort of, that's mm. the type of stuff that sticks with you. And it's something that I'll never, ever forget. And that's where my belief then was like, 
there's power yeah. there's power in your word and there's power in, in, in like what you write down there's power in what you believe in mm-hmm. and I've never kind of stopped since then it's just a thing that I was just just I think that's what made me just believe in absolutely my own power in a higher power in type a of higher thing. power yeah. and yeah. then the power of energy and the power of I can and the power of I am from that day I was just like I can have that and I want I can do anything that I want and I can be anything that I want yeah well come here self-belief is a huge massive thing that you've always had and there is a difference, you know, people say it's cocky or, or confident, but self-belief is you put your mind to something and you'll do it. Do you remember we do the white collar and the training you were doing for that boxing? Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. And you went, you know what I mean? You went for it and, and like you had no experience whatsoever. You just used to do it in the gym, but you went for it. And I was like, this is wow. You yeah. said, no, I can do this. Yeah. And, and little things like that. But there you go from a tw- age 12. Yeah. That's the education you've been given when it comes to writing things down and making it happen. Yeah. And I journaled then as well from a very young age. Um, I have journals from when I was 18. I still have a few journals. <clears throat> and it'd be just like sometimes writing down little goal lists, like mm-hmm. things that I'd want in life. wouldn't even call it a goal. It's just things that I vision. Aspirations. As- aspirations, yeah. Are just putting me like attention to me, attention on paper. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd, well, I still have some of the journals. And I'd journal then things like about my daily practice or daily things that I would do. And I'd look back and I'd see how I'd ha- I have evolved or whatever. Anything that I've ever wanted in life, I would have wrote down definitely on pen and paper, and I've got it. Got them. Yeah. Wow. Well, wow. just as I said, I did talk in the, in a previous episode about manifestation and, and goal journals and gratitude journals. They're very important. When you write things down, as <clears throat> it's saying, the saying goes, you write things down to make it happen. So it's yeah. like anything with, it, with it, a shopping list. You know, you have to write a shopping list yes. to scratch, scratch yeah. them off when you go to Aldi or Lidl or Tesco's or whatever. But if you don't, you end up forgetting something. Yeah. Um, whereas you write any lists, you get shit done. Yeah, I think I used to have this, I seen this um, mantra years ago and I used to love and swear by, I used to be on my Facebook and my Instagram now for years, where focus goes, energy flows. Yes. And it's very popular now, I actually see it all the time, but there's, it's actually, it's factual. Mm-hmm. Where you put your focus, your energy will flow. And then I think it just boils, it boils down to self-belief. Yeah, yeah. You have to believe in yourself and you have to believe that whatever it is you want or you desire is yours. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, I think that the self-belief starts with William and I did uh, a self-awareness in chapter and the energy one with Sarah Richardson. And we were talking about, you know, where you do focus your energy. But if you focus the energy on yourselves, first and foremost, by giving yourself time to journal, giving yourself five, 10 minutes to sit with what you actually want. And, and I know you do that. I know you sit there in silence and be present and really think about what you want to aff- affirmation to be what you really want to, um, your intention to be. Mm-hmm. And that's more important than just scribbling down a car, you know, a nice yes. holiday. It's really just thinking about what you really, really want. Yeah. And along with all that as well, as, as opposed to material things that we want in life, because it's nice. If you like nice things, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But it's important to know, as well as journaling stuff that you want, like how do you want to feel? Yes. And how do you want to improve or how do you want to learn or how do you want to grow as an individual? Because... If we walk on ourselves as as people and as the individual, life becomes more easier. We of can't course. just sit back and not change who we are and expect to have everything that we want. Yeah, and absolutely. And I think some beliefs may come from childhood that, you know, money was hard to come by or you don't deserve this mm-hmm. or rich people are never happy or, you know, some of the stuff that might have been handed down from generations, we've grown up believing. Mm-hmm. And even you're not good enough. And having that self-belief that you're you've low self-worth yes. that sticks with you 100%. you know and, and and 
people are afraid. No, sure, that's what I was told growing up, or yeah. that's what teachers told me, and football coaches told me, my mom and dad told me, whatever it may be. But learned behavior sticks with you. One hundred percent. So for you, for a twelve-year-old to be at a ceremony with your mom and writing down what you as as a unity wanted. Mm-hmm. We want this place. Yeah. I'm born in it, and you saying, "Oh, that's wrong with her." But then, but then, <laughs> but I believe. But then, yeah, yeah, but you, yeah. but got it, and it happened. And of course, that's going to be a good belief that's going to stay with you. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're handing it down to Lola, and then the newborn on the way. I'm sure will be yeah. brought born into this mm-hmm. because it's good, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's a good belief it's, to it's have. A good belief to have, exactly. Yeah. And I'm very privileged that I was that was instilled in me from such a young age, mm-hmm. and that my mom was looking for change in her own life. Yes. Um, and even every day, like she'd always, always make you feel really good about yourself, and she'd always talk really good about herself. And even sometimes I'd be looking at, or even my friends in the house, my mom always looking in the mirror and tell tell herself how gorgeous she is and how gracious. Um, and it's just something that just comes natural then to us. Yeah. Do you know? So we're She's a lovely blessed. woman. I love you. I remember meeting her in the, in the garden centre and we were talking. I was used for about 40 minutes. I just, just, she's yeah. so warm and just so, you know, informative. Mm-hmm. She knew everything about every flower and, and, and the energy that it was just, it was lovely conversation. So I can imagine getting that all the time growing up. Um, homes instilled and instilled, yeah. And unknown to us, it was kind of like nearly a, a good programming of our mind. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because when people grow up and their parents aren't haven't got the confidence to give the kids this confidence or give the kids the self belief, it's harder then. And when the child becomes aware, you know, my mom never told me how good I was, or my mom never done this or whatever, but they want to change themselves. That's a lot harder, I, I'd yeah. say. You know, to reprogram and unthink all what they've been told. About yeah, yeah, and and sadly, you know, there's people in their forties and fifties that I've come across that. It's 40, 50 years of being told yeah, the same thing, or, or you know, and it's hard to say, no, it's enough, it's enough, it's time for me. Mm-hmm. And I suppose the journal in itself, for me, I felt people can ask themselves questions in a kinder way, but they can honest, answer them in an honest way that when they write them down on pen and paper, the truth actually comes out. And when they reread it, they go, okay, now it's time to start living this. Yes. Yeah. And now it's, you know, it's okay once I read it back, I can start believing it a little bit more myself. Yeah. Um, and Sarah, you know, she, Sarah said she used, likes to give an intention and give a healing to the pen before she starts writing. Like she goes way into the, the yeah. depth of that. But she really said, this is a serious part of my daily routine. Yeah, well, and it even goes beyond the pen. Where did the pen come from? Who created the pen? Who, what, like what roles were involved to get the pen to Sarah's hand? Mm-hmm. There's a lot that we have to be thankful and grateful for, and that's a ceremony itself. So yeah, it's very right. Yeah, I know, I know from the secret yeah. they do, or the the, the magic uh, book. It's Rhonda Bourne as well, and she goes back when you're having your food and you're having your porridge. But think about the oats. Think about the farmer to pick the oats. Think about the sun and the shine. Now it goes re, but you're actually be so present in thinking about your porridge. Yeah, yeah, and so much to be thankful for. Yeah, um, and I think you feel a bit better. Yeah, you know, when stuff starts rolling for you and flowing for you, you know, you start writing your beliefs and stuff down and your goals and you start ticking them off. It's, it's a great feeling. Yeah, 100%. It's a great feeling. And even as you said, the feeling of feeling good each morning, feeling happy, feeling, you know, better than you did yesterday. Yeah. That's a start. Yeah. That's a start. Definitely. And even if we don't and we have an awareness that we're having a bad day, even when we bring the awareness to the bad day, that'll filter it feeling mm-hmm. it's a little bit softer and tomorrow's a new day absolutely yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then in regards to uh values so the values you would have been shown growing up 
does that does that make you feel they're the values you look for in people that you're drawn to or yes I'm like a very I'm very much person like I'm a very loyal person um and I would look for good values in people um I actually one thing like not that I can't tolerate people well I, I I'm learning loads as well I suppose overall learning that you know only when people know better they can do better mm-hmm. I do understand that um, but values are a very big thing to me. Yeah, what people value in life and how they, yeah, how they how they think about things and um, you know, what does loyalty mean to them and respect and different things. It says a lot about a person. Of course, of yeah, course, yeah. And they can change. So sometimes they can change. One hundred percent. Yeah. We all go through different phases and stages <clears throat> of our lives, and we can't judge people when they're at different stages. No. We have to go through some stuff. Yeah, and again, you know, when we need, if it, if it's finances, if it's material mm-hmm. things, if they value that type of stuff in their life, mm-hmm. or they value family time, and they value, um, you know, doing things with the kids, it can be yeah. totally different. I think when there's a healthy balance um, amongst it all, I think it's very healthy. You know, because yeah. I think when somebody um, values, just say, constantly material things, and can't see then values and other small little stuff, um regards just even say spending time together or whatever that's that's when you have the problem it's when something is is abused too much but i think when there's a healthy balance if mm-hmm. it's material things family time friendship time time with nights out or whatever healthy balance yeah, yeah. um in regards to journaling so i'm not asking to explain what journal what type what you write in it but i know you do you do your affirmations but when you daily journal as well would you would you tend to write down consistently consistently um your thoughts and feelings um, or when it's it de- time it depends really so sometimes most days i'd even do some days i don't do any gratitude lists because i just need to get loads of stuff off my head mm-hmm. um and i just express exactly how i'm feeling so it doesn't always have to be positive just like i remember there was a time there a while back when i was just going through a whole stage of anger i was just like if you read my journal it was a very dark few pages yeah but it was just stuff that i need to get out of my head and get onto the paper and just let it go and release it and release it yeah and then it's nice i suppose not that i read back through my journal a lot but sometimes whenever i feel i just will have a little flick and i'll have a page and like jesus that's where i was at at that stage of that stage in my life and then there's other times where you're real you know you write down how happy you are and how great everything is yeah and i love that i love mm-hmm. the fact that you you made that point because i think sometimes when i initially started journaling <clears throat> I would just always go to it when I was in Happy. need. No, bad. Oh, right, right. And it was like, oh, I put my thoughts and feelings down. <clears throat> but what I noticed was I was scared to go near it. I was I was saying, oh, I don't want to touch that. I don't want to get near that because it's, it, it's a bad thing. No. So now as I progress and what I say to my clients is if you're journaling, maybe flip over one side and have the negative on one, but then flip it over and write you're happy and see if the happy will get to the negative force before meeting in the middle. But you're not too scared to go to it yes because we don't give ourselves enough praise and i love that you said about your mom because even that little simple message in the mirror each morning mm-hmm. you're looking well yeah go get them yeah. go and have a good day because you're basically telling yourself i got you yeah and we don't give ourselves praise enough no we definitely don't i think that could be a belief or you know that some people might have that it comes across as cocky or comes across yeah. as too cocksure and you know you shouldn't be talking about you love yourself you know what i mean but i think when there's no intention on this and anybody else or there's no intentional bad mountain or whatever Mm -hmm. anybody else it's not cocky no we live in this body this mind this physical everything every single day of our lives if we can't be grateful for this 
and tell ourselves how good we are. What else? Who else? What, what else are we doing it yeah. for? If we wake up every day and look at our partner, our lover, and tell them how great they are and amazing they are, and can't say that to yourself. Yeah. Where does that put you? Yeah, where does that put you, you on the sc- a, on the scale? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You have a little bit of a problem. Yeah. You know, you need to look at yourself. And I really think that when you believe in yourself and you love yourself, that's only when that can vibrate from you to other people. Because if you don't, if like we only really know true love when we love ourselves. Mm-hmm. We don't really know it. But we can't find it in somebody else. No, yeah. So when we have the self-belief and the self-respect and the self-love and the connection and the communication to ourselves, then we can go and have the ripple effect will be with everyone else around us. Yeah, come here, a million percent. That's that's some, some goal there. It's even, you go back to school, I remember you used to get the lines on the board or in your copy book. I never got them. Marcus. Oh, did you? No, no, no. <laughs> well, I did a few times, but even writing down a hundred times, I will not talk in class. That was them trying to tell you, I will not talk in class, you know, yeah, to, to, yeah. to rewire the brain. But even journaling and writing some kind things down consistently into a journal will make you start to believe it a little bit and you'll yeah, be able to see exactly. it a little bit more yourself. Yeah. If you're not getting it shown by whatever maybe you know your boss or your family or whoever start believing in yourself yeah. because as you said you have to be kind to yourself you have to be and as well you just mentioned like boss and stuff like that i even think like if you're in a position where someone above you makes you feel any less than what you believe in yourself that's not the we shouldn't you shouldn't be in that position no. because if you're going into a situation like that every day where you're unhappy and people are making you feel any self less than what you want to feel in yourself that's definitely going to affect you as well. Mm-hmm. Just that just came to me there when you just mentioned. Yeah, that. no, a great point again. Um, yeah. So yeah, so like, so to, in regards to the journal, being kind to yourself and writing that down, but don't, don't be, don't fear writing down what your belief and value is. Mm-hmm. Like, have no fear and have no guilt in it. Yeah, and what you really value and what you really believe in, stand for it. Mm-hmm. Stand for it and really write it down and follow that in every day of your life. Yeah, and I think it's it's changing. Like, obviously. You know, different generations, you know, some people might be doing this journal and they might come from a family that would be quite racist yeah. or they might have been brought up with different beliefs and, and, and they don't the language that they use isn't part of their new beliefs, you know, and that's difficult for someone to stand up to that. But once they can reaffirm that in a piece of paper and say, you know what, I don't like this, but this is my belief, it gives them that sort of back up that it's okay to go against people. Yeah, and, and there's awareness. Yeah. And I think when there's awareness for something, it filters it, softens it a little bit. Mm-hmm. So if you come from a family who's really stern with their religion or whatever, yes. and then this person, just say, let's say I, Robin, I don't follow the rest of what my family do, but it's a belief that is in my system, but I'm aware of it. It kind of filters mm-hmm. the yeah. hardship. Softens it a little bit. Yeah, it. yeah, absolutely, yeah. Wow, come here. I can't believe we're nearly 20 minutes already. <laughs> I knew, because once we get talking, we don't see each other that often, but when we do, it's either 10-minute voice notes and it's, uh, it's a 20-minute podcast. So I finish off uh, each episode with everyone and obviously the journal, what was, what is, and what now. So I could see what's happening and what's happening with Robin Browning, but what now for Robin Browning the next uh, next you know, few months? It's funny that you're actually asking me that because I today, randomly, when I was in walk and I was having this talk, and I was just thinking about myself and I always think like when I'm at a stage in my life, like let's say when I opened my salon, everything was my salon. Every single thing was my salon. And when I'm doing something on tunnel vision, focused on everything that I want for that, you know, I can't get mm-hmm. distracted too much. I try to, I can obviously do as many things as I want, but when I really want to put me all into something, I do it. So right now I'm obviously expecting and um, I have a few weeks left and I just think, so, so what now <laughs> at this present moment is to 
just learn so much about my body and my baby and to bring this baby healthy into the world, into a safe space. Um, and that's where I'm at at the moment. So I, I really just, like in the last few weeks, I'm like, oh God, have I not lost myself? And it's not that, just because I'm not as open to serve others as I would have been. Yeah. Because like you, you did the sound bats quite a bit mm, and you got yeah, yourself into that. Yeah, and I still, I, I'm going to get one in before I have the baby. Okay. But what I'm saying is my focus was solely on sound bats and my brows and everything a couple of months ago. And now it's just like, no, I need it's to different. go. Yeah, the inner walk is on me and the baby. That's good. So I really get tunnel vision when I'm at a stage in my life. And I was only thinking of this earlier. So what now is is, is, um, is the baby. Amazing. Amazing. Well, listen, I don't know if this podcast is going to go forward in the journal, um, but if it does, I would love to have you back on for a longer chat and we can really go into the ins and outs of all that you're doing and uh, motherhood for the second time. Yes. I wish you all the best. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much.